This was AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Rivian is finding itself in its own version of production hell, and it's looking really serious for the company. Now it's in a legal dispute with its seat supplier, and that could stop deliveries of its electric vans for Amazon. The Wall Street Journal reports Rivian is suing seat supplier Commercial Vehicle Group, which is based in Ohio, accusing it of violating their contract by doubling the initial agreed-upon price for the seats. Commercial Vehicle denies the claims and says it raised the price after Rivian submitted multiple engineering and design changes. Rivian says there isn't an alternative supplier because the seats are custom-designed and it could take a year to find another supplier. If Commercial Vehicle stops delivering the seats, Rivian will have to immediately stop producing the Amazon van. But a judge issued a temporary emergency order that requires the supplier to continue delivering the seats at the initial agreed-upon price while the issue is being litigated. The two companies are in discussions to resolve the dispute, and no doubt they will. Rivian cannot afford not to make those vans. Autonomous vehicles may be hitting the streets later than we thought they would, but now it's starting to happen. Argo AI, the startup which is backed by Ford and Volkswagen, started conducting driverless test rides in Miami and Austin. Right now it's only open to Argo AI employees, which involve Ford Escape hybrids and VW ID Buzz vans. In addition to ride hailing, Argo is also developing the technology for delivery and logistics companies to integrate AVs into their fleets. The next step is to start commercial applications, but Argo did not say when that will happen. Recycling for EV batteries continues to make progress. Hydrovolt, a joint venture between Swedish battery maker Northvolt and energy company Hydro, announced it started commercial EV battery recycling operations at its plant in Norway. It claims it's the largest EV battery recycling center in Europe, with the capacity to process 12,000 tons of battery packs a year, the equivalent of 25,000 EV batteries. Hydrovolt says it can recycle up to 95% of the battery. Northvolt will use some of that recycled material to produce new batteries, and Hydro will reuse the recycled aluminum for use in commercial-grade products. Hydrovolt is looking into opening more recycling plants in Europe and is aiming to recycle 300,000 tons of battery packs by 2030. You know how some automakers allow you to unlock your car or start the engine using your smartphone and a Bluetooth connection? It's kind of cool, but it's also a way for thieves to steal your car. The NCC Group, which is a cybersecurity company in the UK, says hackers just need about $100 in hardware and $50 in software to break into any car with a Bluetooth keyless entry system. NCC showed Bloomberg how it was able to break into a Tesla Model S and Model Y and start them up. A hacker just has to place a relay within 15 yards of a smartphone and one near the car. If your car is parked on the street or driveway and your phone is in your house, that's close enough in most cases. And the hack cannot be fixed with an over-the-air update. It needs a hardware change. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. 
electrifying mobility, manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. There are a few key reasons to start a business in Michigan. First of all, it's the talent. Second, Michigan is wired for winning. Third, the ecosystem here is really focused on supporting businesses in the market. 3D printing just took a giant step forward as Daimler Truck announced it's going to allow fleet owners with printing machines to make their own spare parts. The fleets need to get a certified 3D printer, go through a one-time registration process, and apply for a license to print the required part in the desired quantity. But fleets only get to use that license one time. After they print the parts they applied for, the license expires without the data being saved. Even so, fleets will probably leap at the opportunity. No more ordering parts from a distributor and waiting around for them to show up. They can print them out what they need and get their trucks back out on the road as soon as possible. Starting next month, fleets will be able to print 100 different parts, but they'll soon have a digital catalog of 1,500. And Daimler Truck plans to add even more. Mercedes-Benz is claiming something of a battery breakthrough using silicon anode chemistry from a Silicon Valley startup company called Scylla. Whereas some of the best lithium-ion batteries today have an energy density of around 670 watt-hours per liter, the battery Mercedes will use has an energy density of more than 800 watt-hours per liter. That will provide greater driving range or even the opportunity to use fewer batteries, keep the same range, but reduce the cost. The batteries will be used in the electric version of the G-Wagon, which will be out sometime in the next three years or so. The anodes will be manufactured using 100% renewable energy at a plant Scylla is building in the state of Washington. VW is starting to take orders for the ID Buzz and ID Buzz Cargo in most European markets this Friday, May 20th. But we're a little shocked at the price. The cargo starts at 54,400 euros in Germany, while the five-seat version starts at 64,500 euros. Just seven months ago, in November of last year, the ID5 Pro Performance, which is built on the same platform, has the same motor and battery pack as the ID Buzz, went on sale in Germany with a price of 47,500 euros. That's a 6,900 euro price difference and probably reflects the raw material increases we've seen, as well as Volkswagen trying to get more profit margin. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.
The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, or IIHS, recently made its side impact test much tougher. The simulation produces 82% more energy compared to the old test. By using a sled that's heavier, it goes faster and is shaped differently. And when the first batch of 20 small SUVs went through the new test last October, only one earned a good rating. But now that automakers have had time to adjust, they're performing much better. In a second round of tests, 10 out of 18 midsize SUVs earned a good rating on the new side impact test, and not one of them got a poor score. Despite making cars stronger and adding all kinds of safety equipment, traffic deaths continue to rise in the U.S., and last year is likely to be a record breaker. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or NHTSA, estimates there were nearly 43,000 traffic fatalities in 2021, which would represent an increase of 10.5%. That would be the highest jump in a single year since they began recording this stuff in 1975. NHTSA says the main culprits are a decline in seatbelt use and people spending more time on the road, but alcohol and speed-related deaths also saw increases. And we've seen a number of people in the comments section question whether some of these wickedly fast vehicles that are coming out in the hands of novices is also playing a role in the increase of reckless driving. And Bentley's first electric vehicle could certainly fit into that category. CEO Adrian Hallmark says its EV will have over 1,000 kilowatts or up to 1,400 horsepower and be able to do zero to 60 in as little as one and a half seconds. You know, we've heard of people complaining of headaches or feeling nauseous after several hard accelerations in a really fast car. But you might just need a soup ladle to scoop up your brain after flooring the Bentley. The CEO did acknowledge this and said a 2.7 second zero to 60 time would be offered for those that want something slower. Something slower, he says. Hallmark added it will cost more than 250,000 euros, or over $263,000, that it will not be a sedan, and it should go into production in 2025. They look like those autonomous vehicles from Canoe, but they're not. These are from Kia, and it calls them PBVs, or purpose-built vehicles. That's kind of a catch-all phrase for robo-taxis and autonomous delivery vans. And it's going to start building them at a new plant in South Korea in 2025, with an initial capacity of 100,000 a year, but with the capability to take that to 150,000. Kia's goal is to become a global leader in the PBV market, which is going to put it in direct competition with Hyundai which also wants to play a big role in the market for these kinds of vehicles. So it will be interesting to see how they differentiate themselves. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.